Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are reviewing Jumanji. Jumanji! Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Isn't that what it was called? Yes. Okay. You got it. You nailed it. Awesome. It's different than the original Jumanji. Jumanji was just Jumanji, wasn't it? Jumanji was just Jumanji. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to look that and, up uh, and, and that one, I remember that there was a time whenever the original Jumanji was on Disney Channel, like, every week. And, you know, like, whenever something hits, like, finally, finally hits, like, where it can be aired on TV, and then whatever channels, like, can air it, just, like, grab it and, like, yes, let's put it on all the time, you know. I, uh, I definitely think that that happened with Jumanji, the first Jumanji, because um, I remember that that's the first real encounter that I had with the original Jumanji was in, on, on the Disney Channel. And they would always play the same commercial for it, and I would always be like, man, I should watch that again because it looks so much fun. And it was. So, Chris, we're going to be reviewing that later. Yes. What have you been up to this week? Um... I haven't been up to a lot. Um, I went and saw Star Wars again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Did, can't have any spoiler thoughts no, on that right no. now. So, like, just uh, throwing it out there. No one has to turn off the podcast. Right, right. Um, so, like, I think at some point we need to like revisit because you need to see it again. Oh yeah. Uh, so what? what I plan on ha- seeing it no less than four more times in the theaters. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Gosh, that's a lot of times. Um, that is a lot I of definitely times. Want, I definitely want to see it at least once more uh, to make it a grand total of three. Okay. Um, Maybe I should just make it a grand total of four. Because I feel like, okay, so I saw Force Awakens four times. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, Rogue One four times. Mm. I feel like I just need to make, like, give this one four times. four times. Like, just like the others. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's fair. Um, so at some point, we'll have that discussion. Maybe we'll have Fultron on and uh, get his thoughts. I think after, um, I think it was like 40 days later or something like that, after Force Awakens, we had, I think it was uh, Fultron, and I think we had Cody Moffat mm. um, on the show to discuss it. So maybe we could do like a four-piece, uh, yeah. maybe get maybe get Jay Pinions back on to, to chat a little cool. bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be awesome. Um, like I'm trying to think, uh, last, this past weekend... I don't even remember what I did, man. What did we do? Well, you had okay, so we you had the show. We did the the raid. Oh yeah, and you had the we finished, show. We finished the raid layer, which is yep. awesome. We can talk about that on, De- on Destiny. Um, really, really cool. Uh, it was the new raid uh, components to Destiny that, that, that dropped with Curse of Osiris. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it. It was it was definitely shorter and has like different like kinds of mechanics to it. But I liked how mechanic heavy it was. Yeah, um, and it it definitely it, had what I would uh, what I would. Someone while we were in it said that like it was one of the the better like shooter. You had to be good at shooting things, which and, is true, and jumping around at the same time. Like yeah, and that is for sure like accurate. Yeah, like, still you, had some platforming, but you're still shooting, which is awesome. Like I feel like I enjoyed it just as much as um the main raid like yeah and i mean it's definitely shorter so it's not like a it doesn't feel like a full right encounter but 
it almost feels like like a um, <laughs> full rate, I guess, like almost are. like a half of one. And I, what I enjoyed about it, so we went in. Uh, I guess it was a couple weeks. We just talked about like the first part of the yeah. raid, like where there's these new environments, there's these puzzly moments, but also like we went in not knowing anything about it. Right. Like we went in completely and we figured it out on our own. Right. Yeah. We like nobody knew anything. Yeah. And so even the final encounter, like we went into the final encounter not knowing anything about it. Yeah. And so we figured out all these mechanics and like you're just like, oh, at this time we have to do this thing, and at this time we have to do this thing and so we gradually figured out and we did it really like I, that all came together really nicely yeah, i would say that was awesome um within about every other raid encounter like that exactly within about two and a half hours like we were we were pretty much solid on it yeah um and so i feel like i feel like that's that's a that's something i would like to do moving forward agreed. especially with whatever the next one is yeah agreed um so uh we did that um i uh yeah i so i talked earlier in the summer about um I did a battle of the bands at work. Um, did a punk rock band, mm-hmm. and uh, we played a house show this past weekend, Christmas house show. Um, we played a lot of Christmas songs, played a lot of other punk rock music, pop pop punk music. Yeah, more accurately. Yeah, um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. I uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It was good. I uh, I attended. It was it was a fun time. I can attest to the fun yeah. factor. I'm I'm I, uh, I'm glad you had fun. It was good. Awesome, dude. Well, I have been up to about the same. Like, I mean, not that I saw Star Wars or anything. Yeah, I yeah. have uh, the the Zelda DLC. I've dug deep into this. Yeah. Um, where I, I mentioned last week that my goal is to kind of finish that game, uh, beat the final boss, like do everything that that game kind of has to offer, hopefully by the end of the year. Um, and so I dug into the DLC hard. Like I went, went went in there and uh with a purpose i was like i'm gonna do this and then it like the first steps in it wrecked me completely which is really like it was awesome um i i you like the first dlc pack had the challenge room where it's like okay we're gonna take everything away from you basically put you at the beginning of the game give you only like four hearts or whatever and you're gonna go into these different layers of this challenge room um, gradually acquiring more and more gear to face off against harder and harder enemies and cooking like these limited resources of food. And then at the end, we're going to give you a reward. Um, this is somewhat, somewhat similar to that where like immediately right off the bat, they give you, um, a one hit weapon like that will kill anything in one hit, but then they also reduce your number of hearts to where you get killed in one hit. Whoa. Like anything hits you, you're gone. And so like, it's this really hard challenge where you have to figure out like oh, wh- who which enemies are going to be where at what times yeah. and like so what order do i need to take this out in and what weapons do they have like they don't necessarily always have the same weapons if yeah. you uh from time to time so like they may run over to the you know how they they run over to the log that has all the weapons leaning up against it. they may grab a bow yeah. at one time whenever they have grabbed a sword every other time so it's this, you know, it's a really unique thing. And like, I had to really change the way I was playing the game and looking at the game from that perspective, because it didn't matter what armor I had. It, you know, I couldn't eat food. I couldn't like power up that way. It was purely a kind of a sneaky kind of a puzzle. And it's like, whenever everything starts going wrong, it's like, well, now you're in a combat room, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, it was, it was a really unique way to play the first portion of this DLC and now I'm on to the kind of the next portion and I'm not sure what this one has really to offer yet because I've just kind of triggered it but yeah. uh, but you have a, a certain number of those uh, really hard challenges to do that's awesome uh, I'm kind of at a, at a like I have a, a decision to make on what I'm going to spend my time this um, holiday season doing this Christmas mm. season. Um, so, like, part of the reason that I, like, haven't been up to a whole lot is I've been, like, working a lot trying to uh, 
um, get ahead so that I can be off the the week, and it's it's going to happen. I'm going to be off. You got the vacay. Yeah, between Christmas and New Year's, and then on the second for our anniversary, which is going to be like the first time in a while that we've had our anniversary off, which is amazing. That's exciting. Um, and so like I want to do something with my time, but I'm kind of like, I I was I was honestly thinking about this earlier today. I'm like I could try to finish Zelda, but if I do that, that's the only thing I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, you're probably... I mean, and depending on and how... I still have two Divine Beasts to do. Right. I mean, like, how... Because that's like... Are those areas that you haven't even been to? Yeah, or not been to them. I mean, that's crazy. That's uh, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And so I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to spend my whole break doing that. Yeah. Um. So, like... You know, it's probably going to be middle of next year before I finish this game. Like, I'm, honestly, definitely, I'm like, definitely still making progress. Yeah. It just takes takes a while. It does. And honestly, like, I, I've thought about, like, making it last as long as I can. Yeah. I've, I've considered that option, too. But it's like, I'm also at the point where I'm like, man, I really, I want to know what's at the end of this game. And I will not know that unless I just decide <laughs> to do this. Right. Um, I feel more along the lines with like Mario that like I'm gradually like, Oh, I'll chip away at Mario where there's like so much to do in that. It's such a, like so many moons to grab so many platforming uh, stages to go through yeah. that. It's like, I'm going to make that one last as long as I, as, as long as I can, like where it's yeah. like, Oh, I'll, I'll basically pop that on whenever I'm traveling but you're done or the main, main campaign. You're right. Like, I'm, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And there's just like, way more things to do with Mario. Right, right, right. But I mean with Zelda it's like I'm not done with the main campaign. The main campaign is like it, I still haven't like saved the the uh the land of Hyrule, you know. I just right. I haven't. And uh that's weighing on my conscience, Chris. It's weighing on I'm on all these side quests. <laughs> I need to get back to that main quest. That's what's happening right now. That's awesome. Just in life with Zelda where it's like March, they were like, "Hey, come save the castle and save Hyrule." And yeah. I was like, Nah, I'm just gonna go spend a bunch of time out in the fields, you know, just just doing a bunch of stuff out there, cooking some meat. I was actually hoping, and actually, I need to look at um, Major Nelson's website. So, like last year um, around Christmas, I bought like Firewatch and that's right, um, Inside and several other games that um, went on sale around then. Ooh, and so like there's a there's usually a Christmas sale. See, I want to check this while we're talking. Isn't there like a sale between like Christmas and and uh, yeah, it's New usually Year's? like twelve days of Christmas is what it's usually called. Yeah. Um, and uh, they like count down the days between Christmas and um and New Year's by like sales every single day. Yeah, but then they also have like um sales that run the whole time, and that's what I'm kind of like I'm kind of waiting on. Just to see what's I was available. Like, it started on the twenty third uh, last year, so I was like, I hope that they would announce it like today or tomorrow. <laughs> they might actually. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's a. Uh, I, I've I've got a couple of gift cards that were were given to me. Like uh, nice, and so like I'm kind of waiting in the same thing where I'm like, what kind of yeah. what kind of sales are going to happen? Um, you know, maybe potentially on Nintendo Nintendo eShop as well. Yeah. Like, there's a few indie games that I'm like kind of hoping go on yeah. sale where I could buy them. But I did yeah. start playing uh, Unraveled. Nice. Or unravel. Unravel. I think it's just unravel. Yeah. yeah. Um, great game so far. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a puzzle platformer. It's not too hard, at least not yet. Um, and it's just a relaxing kind of game. This is this is the problem. So I, I I was I was not feeling good yesterday. I stayed home from work, sick, um, slept most of the day, worked the rest of the other day. But whenever I was exporting some audio, uh, I was playing Unravel. This is my problem, though. Most of the time, whenever I'm sick and I play games, I never go back to them. 
<laughs> because <laughs> it's like it's like you know like my sick game you know yeah. like uh, well, i was like i don't feel bad so why would i do why that I this? yeah yeah but it was engaging i'm gonna go back um and uh, and finish it but it was good yeah i'm enjoying it that's awesome that was the uh that was one of the indie things that was that ubisoft that did no, that one that's ea it was ea okay because yeah, yeah. there was that and, and then it, this it came year out last year but right there was that last year and then this year they had the uh the the prison break one um that's going to come out in march or whatever like at e3 like those are the things they announced at e3 oh, yeah. uh, consecutive e3s like that was their smaller title or whatever that they're yeah the, i mean the other one hasn't come out yet yeah yeah um awesome chris Something else I wanted to mention before we kind of got out of the intro section. I wanted to mention that there was a lot of people who like reached out to us. were like, hey, awesome podcast last week. Great review yeah. of, uh, of of The Last Jedi. So uh, I wanted to, to say thank you for all yeah. the feedback. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for uh, for telling us. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's always it's always nice to hear from people. I also wanted to say that the, uh, the iTunes app, I noticed that the iTunes app on the newest OS allows you to rate podcasts way easier. Now. Really? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to like get on your PC or like whatever and dig in. Like you can just select like the podcast name uh, in your shows and it should be like able to rate it like down near the bottom somewhere. I That's mean, it's pretty so, cool. So it's like, yeah. So there's, you know, if if you uh, have considered rating our podcast, it is far easier to do it on uh, the Apple iTunes uh, podcast app now. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I um I haven't upgraded my uh, OS to the most recent version yet because mm. there was a lot of bugs and there were all this like reports of battery life going down. I'm like, I don't need that right now. So. Um, I probably should sometime this week do it, but as you know, the, the thing that pushed me over the edge was whenever my alarms didn't go off one day while I was in the old OS. And that was definitely a bug, uh, for the old OS on, uh, iPhone six S or whatever. Yeah. Um, was that your alarms wouldn't go off. Like the alarms that you set yeah, don't just, actually go off. Like weird. none of your notifications. It's just weird things like that, that I'm like, I'm just going to wait. You know, um, no, that was on the old OS, but then like whenever I upgraded it, it fixed it all. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so that's what, that was what did it. Cause I was like, I was looking up and I was like, Oh, on the old OS, my alarms didn't, don't go off anymore. And I'm like, Oh, great. That's not workable. I guess I'm upgrading. Cause I usually wait like, you know, a month or two as well. Um, just for them to get to like version point two or version version point three Voisin? or something. Voision. Voision. <laughs> Voision point two. All of a sudden I'm from uh from from like weird yeah. fake gangster New York. Oh my you gosh. know? <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, man. Oh my god. Um, but Chris, that's what we've been up to. Um we're gonna be reviewing Jumanji. Yeah. But first, pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> All right, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> what is your pick of the week? All right, John. So I've been holding off on talking about this for a while, so I'm going to blow everyone's minds Whoa, right now. What? What have you been holding? Uh, hmm. What are you holding <laughs> back, Chris? Um, so my pick of the week is something called Movie Pass. If you know what Movie Pass is, um, you uh, n- like you know how awesome it is. But uh, for those of you who don't, let me explain. Um, so Movie Pass is a, uh, a subscription service. It's kind of like Netflix, only for movies that you see in the theater. Uh, you pay ten dollars a month, and you can go see one movie a day, unlimited one movie. So I guess you know, for ten dollars, you go see thirty movies that month, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's basically like it's been around for a while. There was a version where it was like there was like tiered like 
versions where it was like sixty dollars for three three movies, or yeah, like, you, know, you could pay different amounts or whatever. And um, and t- until recently, it kind of like had that. Uh, and then I think what maybe like two months ago, three, yeah, three months ago, uh, they right. went to a like a lower subscription service. They partnered with like this data firm that's like you know basically like you know collecting data on what movies people go to see, what times they go see them, like what demographic likes this movie, exactly. what demographic likes that movie, and that and they're funding um, Movie Pass. But you pay ten dollars a month, um, and uh, they have an app where uh, you go to the movie. You have to be like. I think it's 60 yards or 30 yards or something like that from the theater. Um, you're like, hey, I want to go see Star Wars, The Last Jedi. You select it on your app at the time. It loads it onto this prepaid card mm-hmm. um, that works just like a debit card or credit card. Like it works through, I think it's MasterCard is what it works through. But it's like one of those. Um, like a prepaid. It's like uh, a, yeah, it's like a prepaid uh, mall gift card is what I compare it to. You interesting. Know, like, how those were always they would run as a like a credit card, but you, they weren't. You had to load them. Right. Well, even like I think Visa like has like Visa and Mastercard. They both have like uh, like gift cards that you can get people yeah. that are just yeah. like, oh, this is That's just what I'm about. this is yeah. just real money, but it's yeah. But you know. so like so, um, MoviePass doesn't load money onto the card though until you select it. Nice. Um, in the app. Nice. And so it's like tied to your account, tied to your card. So you just select it. You know, they load the 14 bucks or whatever it is onto your card. You go up to the box office, purchase the ticket, and walk right in. Nice. Um, I Like, I got one, um, but I think mine finally came last month sometime. Um, it took, like, a month for me to get mine because, like, once they switched to the, the 10.99 or 9.99 um, price structure, like, everyone sw- swarmed, like, you know, mm-hmm. wanted one. So they were kind of behind. But now it's... We ordered, we got one for DD and it came within a week. I yeah, I, I registered for mine like a, a little while ago and it said seven to ten business days. So I yeah. was like, well, worst case scenario, it's two weeks and I get it like I think it was uh, next week. Like The reason I haven't talked about it because I was like, you know, I was kind of like, well, you know, is, does this work? Like what are the, what are the like restrictions? Like, is the is, theater going to like side eye you the whole time? Yeah, is this like super weird? You yeah. know, like is, you know, what's, I mean, the fact that it's going through MasterCard is a little weird and a little bit. Like, what's the catch? It's the catch, you know. Like, <laughs> and basically, the catch is they're they're just tracking the data. So, like, if you're okay, like someone knowing what movies you're going to see, which like Fandango doesn't do that already. Whenever you use Fandango, bro, we're talking about the <laughs> movies that we see on this podcast all the time. Oh, yeah, you can sure. find out how what movies we go see. Right, true. Just listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, like, honestly, I like whatever. That's fine. But this is like, so I've used it for um, Thor Ragnarok, Force Awakens. We used it tonight, oddly enough, or I did. Yeah, for that Jumanji. was strange. Um, the cool thing is, which is can, a brand, like it's a new movie. Yeah, it came out this week. Like, so the restrictions are supposed to be like the weekend that it releases, you can't use Movie Pass. So, like um, last weekend, so when Force Awakens or, or not Force Awakens, The Last Jedi released, <laughs> um, on you couldn't use Movie Pass on. Uh, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. But once it's Sunday, it's not. It's considered the next week, ah. the week after release, right? And so, um, it's the first day of the week. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. So it's available to use, you know, Movie Pass, and so cool. Like you can let's let's use Movie Pass for that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but, I mean, basically, like I don't know, like what prices are like, you know, for all of our listeners, but around here they vary. You know, like between like I feel like twelve and fourteen dollars, right? You're already paying, like, you're paying $10 a month for this thing. It's, like, you just go to one movie, you've already saved a little bit of money. Right. And you go to one, more than one movie a month, you're, like, <laughs> saving a ton of money. Oh, yeah. Um, and the other cool thing, like, tonight I used it, and I was able to use, like, the the Regal Rewards card that, like, gives you points that you can use for more free tickets or concessions or whatever. Yeah, it's like a, a loyalty program, basically. Yeah. 
So anyway, th- that's my pick of the week. Like, if you love movies, and if you go to at least one movie a month, like it's totally worth it to sign up for Movie Pass because hey, if you go to one movie a month, you've already like saved money or at least made your money back. Yeah. And then like if you go see more movies, like hey, like that's just like more money in your pocket. Well, and I think for like for me, the one of the biggest reasons why I was like, yes, I finally pulled the trigger on yeah. it. And because uh, like I've known about it since the beginning, it was kind of like you you saying, hey, this actually works out really well. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I talked know, to some other friends. And- weird. It's like, are you telling me? Am I hearing you right? Right. It's like 10 bucks? No. 10 what? bucks a month what? for unlimited movies. I, and then I had some other friends who were like, wait, you don't have this yet? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, they were like, how many movies do you go see? And I'm like, I see a decent number of movies. Yeah. But I like the thing that appeals to me about it is like, I'm going to see a movie, like I said at the top of the show, probably three more times in theaters. Like I'm going to yeah. see Star Wars probably oh, yeah, three yeah. more times. And it's like, so over the course of <laughs> one month, I'm literally going to use this thing a lot. Yeah. And then there's other times where somebody will suggest a movie where it's like something I've never heard of. Right. Where it's like, oh man, this is one of my favorite movies of the right. year. You need to go see this movie. And then I'll be like, free one. I'll be like, well, I could go see that movie, but 14 bucks, you yeah, know, that yeah. and I've already, you know, there's a lot of money that's, that's yeah. out there for the movies. And so movie pass, man. Well, I mean, you know, like, so Dee Dee and I love movies, and we've always, like, you know, when we were dating, we'd always go see a lot of movies and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, once you hit adulthood and you don't have just all this mo- blow money because you're working a part-time job, you don't have, like, a ton of, like, responsibility, things to pay for, like, you know, you're, you're paying for gas, maybe your insurance and a phone. You're not paying for a room and board probably whenever you're, you know, a teenager or whatever. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, anyway – that's the thing that keeps us from going to a ton of movies is just the cost, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, if we both go, that's 30 bucks every single time. Yeah. You know? And uh, the one time that we do is usually around Oscars. We go watch all the, the Best Picture nominees. Yeah. And, you know, last year that was nine nominees. So we basically paid for 18 movies. Yeah. <laughs> this year we can use Movie Pass, which is awesome, and not have to, like, save up hundreds of dollars for this right. uh, to go see these movies but you know like I mean, but i like honestly like it, it's far more likely that i'll i'll walk out you know like hey let's just go see a movie right whenever i don't have to like shell out 30 bucks every single time for yeah it. i mean and that, that's the thing like the movie theater still gets money like, yeah. they still get paid they so get the movie money. theaters Same like amount. i mean yeah I, th- that's that's the intriguing thing to me is that the movie theaters still get paid yeah the thing that is on sale is like just your, your data. data and so you know you're the you can decide whether or not you're okay with that. Like, okay yeah. with somebody being like, hey, this person saw this uh, trailer from this movie they saw, and then they saw that movie eventually. Yeah, that was the crazy thing. You know, like, and, and I don't have mine linked with my Facebook account. So right. You don't have to. You can sign up with your email address or right. whatever. I didn't, I didn't link mine either. Like, one of the things that, like, the Movie Pass CEO was talking about, he was like, um, well, we, we can not only, like, we, we can sell this data for, like, higher amounts because we can not only track you know, who's going to see what movie, what times, what age, that kind of thing, what demographic. But we can to say out of the th- three different trailers you watched on Facebook, Wonder Woman, Thor, or Star Wars, which one you went and, like, watched after watching that trailer, you know? So, like, that's valuable information as well. See what, like, what marketing is working. Right. You know, what what trail what posts or, like, something like that are working, so... Um, like I, I mean, said, I didn't connect mine with my Facebook, so yeah. like that's not necessarily like up for grabs for ev- like if you don't want it to be. But, exactly. Um, but, I mean, whatever. Like, but I even mean, like I figure like the uh, the idea of like, hey, we go see Star Wars, and it's like there's a trailer in front of it for Avengers. If you eventually yeah. then use your movie pass to go see Avengers, Avengers. it's like, well. 
that, that those two movies worked you know yeah. the advertising worked for that yeah. so yeah i think like that type of thing is is really interesting and i don't necessarily care if somebody knows that so yeah, yeah. so anyway that's my pick of the week well, Chris, my pick of the week is uh, a little more traditional than that. It is a the mode mayhem oh, in Destiny. Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> for this season of, uh, of of content, for the Christmas season, they have unleashed the uh, the mayhem mode in in uh, in PvP. Yeah, they have the the, uh, the dawning event going on. That's their like um, like Christmas slash New Year kind of event. Um, there's snow everywhere. You can have snowball fights. The snowball um, fights are fun. The snowball fights also in the strikes. Like <laughs> there are just random snowballs uh, as you're going through these missions, and you can pick them up, and they do massive amounts of damage. That's so like amazing. you can throw them on like bosses, and it's like, oh, this is awesome, you know. <laughs> and it kind of like freezes uh, the enemies and and keeps them from moving super awesome. fast as well. So like just changes things up enough. But the big thing that shines for me, yeah, is the mayhem mode. Yeah, definitely in player versus player. Which uh, mayhem mode the um, supers recharge super quick, right? And then there's like constant uh, heavy ammo drops, so yeah, like yeah. constant rocket launcher shells, like all yeah. the time, shotguns, whatever you can do. Um, super fun though, man. It's it yeah, like dude. you get in there and it's just sheer chaos for like five minutes, <laughs> and it's like I don't know who won, you know? <laughs> <laughs> who um, cares? I feel like every single match that I've been in has been super close. Like I don't know. I, I think I've maybe experienced one complete blowout. Well, whenever you have like all. I mean, well, I mean, everyone's swapping supers. How can it not be super close? Yeah, I mean, like, unless somebody somehow is able to shut down some the other team's supers, I don't know. Like, it's it's it's, yeah, it's going mean, to be close. Any, yeah, you know, unless you kill them too soon or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it was it's Golden it's gun it's a ridiculous time. Like, you feel so super powered, and it's it's essentially like it reminds me a lot of uh, of the Call of Duty Nuketown map from mm. Black Ops Two. I love Nuketown. And they overplayed it, but like it was course. awesome. But the reason that the the original was fun in that was that it wasn't necessarily a let's go out and see how strategic I can be oh, and how many no. like how how many like things can I do. Definitely not. It's literally just how much can I do before I die. Yeah. Like you got out there, and I think the the survivability time was something like seven seconds or something ridiculously yeah. low and it's like can i get a kill in seven seconds right. before someone gets me and well, so <laughs> i don't remember it was it black ops did they did that come out first time in black ops one no just black ops two i think black was ops, the, uh, well no. maybe it wasn't black ops one you're right it was in black ops one um and for a while like i think in the first yeah i looked that up i think in the first version um there was a time before they like i think they nerfed the grenade throw distance or something like that where it was just like right off the bat everyone just like chucks grenades across the map because yeah, like, you could you land it in almost in the other team's spawn yeah, for a yeah. minute <laughs> which is like <laughs> so you spawn in and you're like anybody who doesn't run immediately after they spawn just is just gonna be dead right now yeah i mean that that map was awesome and that's that, you're right that is what mayhem feels like where it's just like this is just crazy you know like you just run out and just see what you can do real fast and then die and then right. respawn again like you know like it's just it's, it's that it's that gameplay loop that's just like super addictive um and it plays like more toward like at least my uh, play style where it is more like twitch based, fast, like yeah. just run in, run and gun kind of stuff. It was featured in Black Ops One. That's the first one. Nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, so probably Black Ops One, Black Ops Two, Black Ops Three. Yep, it was uh, remade for Black Ops Two and then Black Ops Three as well. The uh, one in Black Ops Three because of this nah, the, the, the abilities, yeah, like yeah. because of the whole double jump thing and all this stuff, like it really didn't like it didn't play that well for me. Um. 
I am honestly so like we haven't talked about this. Like we didn't buy Call of Duty this year. That's great. Um, we that's this is the first year we haven't done that. Um, I mean, actually, no. Last year was back. the first year. Last year was the first year. Um, I ended up getting it, but I haven't finished the campaign. We yeah. should still do that. Yeah, like, we should. Totally we should still do that. that. Um, uh, I think I was thinking like, uh, hey, if Call of Duty goes on sale or something like that, like over the Christmas break, I that's might um, buy that. Um, it looks really good. Yeah, the multi- and I hear the multiplayer like it's gone back to their roots. Like they don't have the abilities. You're not jumping around everywhere, and uh, people are really liking it. People are really, really digging it. And I'm like, that's that's more my style. Like unless you're Titanfall. I don't really want to be running around on walls and stuff like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's that's the thing about Call of Duty is the mechanics just feel really good uh, and tight uh, in, yeah. in that shooting. Anything that branches out from that, it like almost gets farther away from what I like about that game. Yeah. Like if it's like, oh, you bunny hop around like this, <laughs> and like, and it's like, well, that seems like that's <laughs> further from what I want. Right. You know, I don't want to bunny hop everywhere. Yeah. I don't want to be shooting people who are bunny hopping either. No. I want to <laughs> shoot people while I'm drop shotting. The, the biggest thing that I miss, Chris, mm. the dolphin dive. Dolphin dive. Like whenever you could dolphin dive out a window in Black Ops 1, my goodness, that was amazing. You might be able to dolphin dive. I don't know. I don't know what you can do in this new one. Um, so mm. that is my pick of the week. Mayhem, oh, okay. if you have Destiny, if you enjoyed us, get in there, play some Mayhem, go crazy. All right, Chris, yeah. it's time to review Jumanji. We are going to review Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> so we've spoiler free for the first part. That's right. And um, we'll spoiler filled in the last part. We'll do a spoiler countdown before we spoil anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I so the first trailer for this movie really grabbed me. Like whenever I heard they were remaking this and they were remaking it with The Rock, I was like, ah, oh, and, and, uh, and I was just like, ah, oh, that sounds interesting. And so then, but then whenever I saw like the trailer for this thing, like I was like, I am so on board for this. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I kind of like entered into this movie. It was like I, I I didn't know much about it. I don't know that there is a lot that you sh- like can know about it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, um, <sighs> gotta figure out how to approach this. I mean, I mean, it's not like there's a ton of spoilers, but you know, I I kind of like. I don't know what it is these days. I feel like it's just getting harder and harder to review these movies, like, um, spoiler-free. I think, like, what we used to do, if you want to, like, go back to the past and, like, see if we like it, like, we would basically go down the list and be like, okay, what were, you know, uh, what do we like? All right. Like, was the cast. Let's do that. Cast, I think, was was great. Yeah. Um, I think the cast was phenomenal. Um, I think that the uh, the direction was great. Um, uh, The music was fantastic. It was, um, it's, it's music kind of like called back to like uh, Indiana Jones and For like sure. some James Bond kind of stuff. Like I was very surprised about the music. Me like, too. I mean, honestly, like you mentioned it after like well the credits were rolling, and it's like I totally didn't expect this to have like great music. Yeah, but it really no. does. I, and it's it's funny. Maybe it's that we go see a lot of the like Marvel movies and things like yeah, that. And, yeah, and a lot of the Marvel movies just have generic music. I mean, and. Like there are very limited number of themes that actually like I can think of in the Marvel movies. Well, where, where's what's the last movie we saw with this kind of setting, a jungle setting, like that even lends itself to this those kind of callbacks? I don't know. I don't either. I mean, like, 
so a lot of the time of this speaking of other movies in this type of setting mm, mm-hmm. i was like it was the rock and it's the jungle and i was like the rundown <laughs> the rundown man the rundown such a great movie such a good movie like i haven't seen it in a really long time and i, I don't remember it. a ton about it but that this movie made me want to watch <laughs> yeah the rundown definitely yeah, uh, if you haven't seen the rundown, check it out. It should, kinda, it I kind of want to like just go buy it now. The rundown? Yeah. <laughs> Is there like a 4K Blu-ray or something? Oh, I, I hope so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Those things are, you know, that I seems feel ridiculous. Like, yeah, it seems crazy. But, but I would buy it. Yeah, it's good. I remember um, that was like the the patching of the torch from Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold, yeah. to uh, Dwayne Johnson. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger is just in this movie for like. A cameo like what does he like do two like, he just walks past him yeah he just walks past him and, yeah it says good luck or something yeah it's it's uh like that was a weird uh, moment i remember whenever that happened i was like what <laughs> you can buy it for ten dollars on itunes Ooh, nice the hd version just, just hd yeah okay not 4k um so but like so this is the thing like this this movie uh reminded me of like a lot of like older movies and even the the pacing sometimes felt like an older movie something like Kind of like the Goonies, like that kind of pacing, where it's like we have we have some puzzles, we have some some crazy action sequences that happen, but then we have like all these like slow character development parts. Yeah, um, and we can talk later about whether that worked or not, but like that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, um, I would say like the comedy in this uh, isn't as family friendly as I think they would lead you to believe. There's a lot of language, and then I totally just, like, expected it to be 100 family friendly, yeah. or at least like for the most part. But there's a lot of it that I was just like, ooh. Yeah, and so, I mean it's not nothing like terrible, terrible, no. but like you know it's just like ah, you know, I, you know, you can you you go see this before you take your kids. Yeah. Um, and determine whether or not you want to see it. Uh, but it didn't ruin it for me. Like, no, I, no, I, it was, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. I thought like appropriately and, funny. Yeah, and and, and in uh, in comedies like this, like you figure that if. I mean, each person's percentage is somewhat different, but yeah, if yeah. like even if fifty percent of the jokes land, like yeah, yeah I'm good, you know, and I'm the, happy. Uh, and honestly, like you know, uh, I think like and it's this way with all movies these days, and I hate it. Um, I would say maybe a third of the jokes were in the trailers, which is like that's actually pretty good. Um, but I still like. I wish I just hadn't seen any of them. You, you mean know? a third of like the best jokes? Or yeah, 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 that's what I mean. yeah. The no, big I mean, moments. I, no, I mean like the yeah, like I mean just jokes in general. You know, mm. like yeah, the bigger. I mean, you know, you're just kind of sitting like you know you know what's happening because of you know like where this is going. You saw the trailer or whatever, and I don't know. Like it's it's the trailers these days, man. They just show too much, and it's hard to get away from that. There like, definitely were a couple moments in this where I was like, ah, that would have played way better if I hadn't already yeah. laughed my head off at it in the in trailer. The, yeah, you know? exactly. Because it's still really funny. Yeah. It's just like I've already seen it like 10 times. Right. Because you know, I've been watching these trailers nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I liked the, I liked the setting. I liked the meal. All this, all the, I think like, so this it had a good mixture of, um, I think, of CGI and physical sets. Like there was like explosions that were like real. Um, Definitely was, a good point. Yeah, like there was there's a lot of sets that like it wasn't all like all digitally created. Which well, even you can in, go both ways with it, right? And even in the credits, like it went down the list of like settings, like, yeah. Uh, where where, where they shot, it's like yeah, where it's like oh, this was on location, on location here, on location, on location Hawaii, Hawaii, on, on long location. Australia. And it's like, and there was so many of them that yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay, this is cool. You know, I, I don't know. It's yeah. it's uh, it's very it's interesting because it's in one setting in the movie and it feels like all one setting. Yeah, sort of. But then like 
there's all these different locations, like physical places, and yeah. you can definitely get the physical vibe that, hey, this is a physical place that they're standing in rather than being like a CGI kind of a, a, a thing. Yeah. You know, like a landscape. That mountain is not CG. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and the, like that, I think that helps. I mean, we the pendulum swinging back to some extent with these things, you know, where like I was watching, um, do you remember the movie Sahara? Yeah. Um, I was watching that last night. And How does it hold up? It definitely holds up. Well, this is the thing. I always loved Sahara. I yeah. thought it was a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, it flopped at the box office because they spent like 130, no, not even that. They spent way too much money on this movie. I was looking at all this <laughs> stuff up last night. Um, anyway, it, it basically made half its money back. I think they spent like 300 million on it. Hang Dang. on. Hang on. Hang on. Dang. I mean, that movie, like, it's so interesting because, like, that movie is a good comparison to make to this movie in my mind uh, in a lot of ways, like, from an, an ad- adventure kind of a perspective. Um, but, like, where, they, they, they used, they went, they, like, they shot in real locations with that movie. This is kind of my point with that one. Like, they shot in um, uh, real locations. Like, okay, so it, it, uh, had a budget of yeah, it cost 160 million dollars to make, with another like 80 million to uh, distribute. Only made uh, 119 worldwide. Wow! So it we're was, talking like it was pretty million critically panned. It was pretty critically panned. Like I don't really know why. Like I think that movie. I mean, the plot is kind of absurd, but so is this one. This one just is okay because of what it is well because it's billed as a comedy yeah true billed as a as a as a you know dwayne the rock johnson and kevin hart comedy you know whereas which i will say like the one thing i will say like the uh kevin hart and and the rock comedies kind of have like their own like the same kind of feel to it yeah this did not have that feel yeah it was interesting like their their chemistry on this was so good yeah but it definitely didn't have like that classic kind of uh kevin hart dwayne the rock johnson kind of feel there's there's an interesting like it's like uh central intelligence that movie or like even the rock in baywatch they have this same kind of like it's this awkward pacing to it Mm -hmm. that um, is unique to those kinds of comedies, and I haven't really like analyzed them enough to like figure it out, like figure out what it is. It's kind of like mm-hmm. I feel like the same kind of pacing was in like the other guys with Mark Wahlberg and uh, um, uh, what's his face. Um, I'll find out. <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Oh my gosh! Talladega Nights, Anchorman, Will Ferrell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you just started listing movies, I would have been, I would have been able to pull it out sometime. <laughs> uh, and I, you know, it's just this, and, and sometimes, and maybe I love you, man. Too. Well, no, I love you, man. I think is more traditional, has a tra- more traditional pacing. Yeah. Um, but it's just like really jumpy, and like you know, the scenes just kind of like hang for a second, like too long, like right. In order to be awkward, you know, like right. I don't know. In order to get that like awkward <laughs> laugh out of the yeah. the crowd, yeah. Um, I mean, and that's like I. But I, this didn't have that. I, yeah, I was about to say I kind of fully expected to go into this one and it yeah. be that. Yeah. And it's like that isn't my my favorite type of like kind right. of way that these movies go. Yeah. Like I don't typically like gravitate towards those movies of the movies that you listed there. Yeah. I've only seen like maybe like two of them. Yeah. Like maybe I don't know. Like it's. It's it's, it's the, I I don't just initially go I have to see that movie or I really want to see right. that movie, um, and so I, but I did kind of expect that going into this one not yeah. that way like it was no. it felt more like a uh, a traditional adventure yeah. comedy yeah um, um, like I said the Sahara thing is interesting because the Sahara also had like Steve Zahn in it who's really funny and, the, yeah. and and so it has a lot of those same dynamics maybe it's a, I think Sahara was more serious it was not a comedy right like, we'll and this one definitely that. has more jokes this is, yeah this is definitely a comedy yeah. Um, 
action adventure comedy. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think like if you're if you're a fan like of that type of thing, if you're a fan of video games, because um, there's a video game kind of component to it. Obviously, it's Jumanji. Um, it's a game. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's interesting about that is they transferred it from being a board game to a video game. Yeah. And I thought that that really played well. You know what I'd um, love is a, a video game adapt, adaptation of this, yeah, of, this, of this movie. Like an 8-bit kind of a, yeah. like a D-make. You know how like uh, they did uh, Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That would be really cool. I don't know. Uh, man. I if they the can chances. make a video game for, um, what was that movie? Uh, man, the one where the aliens invade Los Angeles. <laughs> um Hmm. I mean, the mummy from this past summer oh, had, had, well, it had is the demastered decent. game. Yeah, the, the, the mummy demastered is supposed to be like really, really good, like uh, kind of a, a, a Castlevania game. Battle Los Angeles. Yeah. So I'm trying to, if Battle Los Angeles can get a. Uh, Wait, video Battle game, Los Angeles had a video game? Yeah. It was a first person shooter and it was terrible. You but gotta I, be but I played me. it and I like, I think I got all the achievements to it. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> 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 it was oh, on the 360 man that's oh, funny man, that's back whenever i played like a lot of games yeah and whenever you more would try to get all of the achievements in a lot yeah. of games like the achievements just aren't as prominent anymore well and then yeah they're not as like i feel like they're not as creative with them True. almost anymore where it's just like they kind of tack Destiny's these things on. expansion didn't even have any and i was like well that's disappointing yeah seriously it's a bummer it, it does not it, so i don't know if the statistics just aren't aren't bearing out that they that they increase play time i don't know i mean they, they totally do like my behavior showcases that <laughs> anyway what you're like we're, i am the example we're off on a side tangent that's true we don't need to be on. um jumanji i did like the video game thing the video game setting yeah. was really cool all of the 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 different things that you would assume video game stuff would yeah. be there um i also thought like okay so this is supposed to be like it's it's almost a direct kind of a, it's not a direct sequel or anything. It's not related to the original Jumanji, but like I did like the fact that like they, they, uh, they, they do some things that basically tie it in with the, yeah. the original I mean, Well, Jumanji. they call back. There's some like good nods to it, you yeah. know, and it's not, um, it's not held back by it, but it's also not, you know, like disrespectful of it, you know, for sure. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, are we ready to, uh, spoil well, this I, thing? I say, I say, go see it. Like I think I think it's a go see, yeah. Um, especially if you like video games, like action adventure, like The Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I, I it's, it's fun. I will agree with that. It's it's a very very fun movie. Um, and I may have more had more fun with it than with the Last Jedi. <laughs> Is that a spoiler? I don't know if that's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. I'm okay. just saying. Um, but yeah, definitely, I definitely had an enjoyable time watching it. I say go see it. Like, hey, it's a it's it's a really solid thing. And if you aren't able to see it, I say de- like it's it's one of those that I I will rewatch. Like I don't know about how many movies I, I once they come out on on Blu-ray or are streamable or whatever that I'm like oh I really want to watch that again. But this is one of those that I'm like man I yeah. would I would love to watch that again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I say go see it. Spoiler clock. It's winding down, Chris. Yep. It is gonna be spoiled in five, four. Three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Kevin Hart's weakness is strength. <laughs> <laughs> this only makes sense if you see the movie. Which is really funny. Yeah. Uh, so um, I loved the the video game component of this movie. So let's just start there. Yeah. Um, so basically, like, um, 
the these, there's these four kids and they uh, find the Jumanji video game and then they get sucked into it. Um, and uh, they all have different like characteristics. And just like you do in a video game. Exactly. Especially so have, like an old video game where like a classic <laughs> video game from like the, the 90s or yes. whatever where like you are able to see like an Atari or whatever. Well, it's it was, like, this is the abilities And that you we can have. even see like, what I loved was you can see the influences that they had in this. Like there's these RPG elements where you have like, um, you go to the bazaar and, and they're like, well, do we just start asking people? And you should start talking to people and then someone just runs up and is like, yeah. hey, and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, okay, this is totally like an 8-bit top down like you walk into this village and someone runs up and says stuff or right. you're asking people about things. Um, I, loved, I did. I loved the, that that aspect of it is really linear. Like yeah. the, the way that this yeah. entire thing worked, it was very like you're, they are either going forward or they're not moving yeah. at all. Like, and so like, that's really interesting to me from a video game perspective. Uh, well, and I, I, I honestly wish that like, even like they had made it maybe even more apparent, like whenever they come up instead of rather than on the map saying that they're in a new level, like, them, you know, some other notification that they're in a new level. You know, mm, like mm. if it's just like text in, uh, you know, the sky next to them or something like that. I don't yeah, know. The drums are really cool. The drums are really cool. Yeah, like the drums are really cool. That like whenever they would respawn, <laughs> uh, the yeah. like big, it's like a coin drop or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, that was really cool. Um, a lot of it felt like like a, like things that Freddie W has done before, like in in a lot of their yeah, like rocket jump videos, where it's like, oh man, this is like a cool play on like, what if real people were right. also had the mechanics of a video game? Yeah, well, and like the the world was funny in that sense because like you know, um, uh, like the way that the for instance at the end like the leopards would weren't attacking them until they entered like that area, or right? Whatever. You know, like things. It's just like. That's weird, well, you know. And then whenever like the person dies and then respawns, like they disappear. They just poof. They're right, gone. Yeah, yeah, they're just gone. But well, what they have, like anything they have on them, stays on them and that kind of stuff. Like, right. That's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I loved all that stuff, dude. Which honestly, like, I I was really happy whenever um, the the final moment of the the climax of the movie where she like yeah. respawns and and it's like it's obvious that they have this thing with them all along the whole way. Yeah, and but you don't really recognize that they're teaching you that yeah, the yeah. entire movie. Right. And then on this last time she drops out of the sky and you're like, yeah. Oh no, yeah. that we're going there. And so well, like, I thought that was a really clever way to end this movie. And the thing is like, uh, the thing that one of the things I love, like, okay, so the rock always does like, there's always like, there's a level of, of, uh, of his movies. Like you can take things to like the ridiculous level and I feel like, for the most part, like people play it like somewhat safe, where it's like, yeah, okay, this might be a little unbelievable, but this isn't like superhuman level, yeah. Um, but then in this, like, he's totally like superhuman level strong for sure. Fast, like, well, in like and, in like the the Fast and Furious franchise or whatever, like he's throwing people, but it's not like he's throwing people like through the roof, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. Or you know, like I or um um uh, what was I? I was just thinking of a movie, um. Anyway, I totally threw you off. I apologize. No, that's, you know, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good example. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, and so he's just like superhero. Oh, I was thinking about San Andreas. Oh, and, you know, so he's like a helicopter pilot and he's doing some crazy things with a helicopter, but you know, like, it's not like he's Superman. Um, but I love the th- the fact that they gave the, like these abilities to all these characters. You know, the the, the dance fighting was hilarious. That moment <laughs> was so forget, fun. You forget about it until she starts doing it. And you're like, 
Oh, she can dance fight. That's Whatever one, that means. Like that's the one thing like which was basically just fighting, but was, there was music but playing. To, but to music, yeah, yeah, but like on the beat of some music, you know? Um, which was really awesome. I love that they use the same music later on too. Yeah. Whereas like whenever she starts using that ability, it starts happening. It, that music starts it's playing. It's like his smolder state. Right. Because the smolder the, the smolder ability is really funny because oh like gosh. that all has the same kind of a low kind of music yeah, and yeah. like undertones going at the same time, which is really fun. I really liked like the balance of all the characters using their abilities they all like played a part in the the story like it didn't feel like any of them were really left behind they all kind of like did have to work as a team there was yeah. some really cool themes about you know teamwork and um uh and being different as be, well being different and unique and respecting each other for that and yeah. um uh not um judging people based on their like appearance being who you who you the person you want to be rather than the person that you think everyone perceives you to be yeah um like really cool themes like that definitely um in a way like there's a lot of elements of of the uh the the team and like the ensemble aspect of it yeah they remind me a lot of like the power rangers movie from like yeah. earlier this year yeah um, only the, honestly like i feel like i like this better oh yeah well i mean it was it was definitely delivered in a uh in a more <laughs> direct way cohesive way yeah, more like cohesive, direct and um a palatable way and so the the only disconnect that i had a few times like i mean obviously like the the chemistry between like kevin hart and uh the rock are is like that's amazing yeah but a few of the times like there was some some conversations that happened between the uh the avatars of the these these kids where i was like like tr different combos of them where i was like ah this uh, that plays a little weird because it's jack black yeah you like, know yeah well and i think it's supposed to like that was the thing i was gonna say like i i it's it's hard to be like it's hard to judge this I think they the actors did a fantastic job being the kids. Like the rock didn't feel like this is the raw normal rock. Yeah. And Jack Black did a phenomenal job being a teenage girl. Right. And um like I feel like the only the one that was closest to normal was Kevin Hart. Um like he was kind of like He's always kind of like that in in general. I thought also they did a good job with the kids of making their like their mannerisms, yeah, yeah. a lot like their exactly. uh, other counterparts. Agreed. You know where it's like the way <laughs> that uh, the 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 kid who his avatar is the Rock, the way he like Fridge. came yeah came uh, came around the corner, um, like. And he would just stand there and like look across the room, and The Rock does that all the time, you know. Where yeah. he's like, he even in this movie, like he came around the car the first time they're getting in that vehicle, and he kind of stands there and looks off in the distance for a second. It's because just because The Rock is like, he strikes a stunning pose, sir. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so like the kid did that a couple times, like while outside of the video yeah. game, and I'm like, that's really cool. Like they they did a really good job of meshing together these. Uh, these like star cast yeah. and the, uh, the, the kids that kind of are embodied inside of them. So. Yeah. Um, Karen Gillan, I think she did a great job um, being her, her uh, like the kid, like Martha. Like, I think they all did a great job doing it. Oh, of course. Uh, which which um, I was like, I, I know who she is. I, like, I can't put my finger on it. She's Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Um, I did not figure that out till I, I looked her up later, which is nuts. Like uh, the makeup in, uh, in oh, Guardians, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy is crazy. Well, and, and just like the, her, like she, her, she, she, like her voice is different in Guardians, like the normal and stuff like that. That's really cool. Um, but yeah, like I think it, like that's why, that's kind of why I want to watch it again to be like, okay, like, uh, these, like it's funny. It was funny and weird 
ha- them having these conversations as The Rock and like the rest of the characters. It's like that's and Jack Black. You know, it's just like these are weird conversations. But I think that's part of what makes it funny and what makes it intriguing. Um, the things we talked about earlier, like where like this feels like an older movie where we have like again I, for some reason it, it, I, I kept thinking of the Goonies all the way through it because like has all this action, has all this like um, fun humor and stuff, but then they have all these slow sections that like there's some character development, but I'm not sure if like this is like you know like warranted in yeah. terms of like how much time we're taking on it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It doesn't detract from it. It just like I just don't know how. Would this be better without it, or if they did it in a different way? Yeah, I, I get that. Like, I definitely get that. And and the older kind of pacing vibe where it's like, okay, all of a sudden we come to, like, we're at this breakneck pace uh, yeah. all the way through the whole first section. Yep. And then we come to, a, like, a jarring stop for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. And... We address some well, there's like, like there's like sections where they just they're just like standing around and like there's no explanation for why they're standing around. Right, they're and standing like, around talking. And even like there's the, like there's there's less uh, things of like oh we're, we're traveling like there's less traveling shots or whatever. Yeah. To like warrant these new locations because it's like right. it's almost like they could have gone just into the jungle and then been like okay well we're gonna stand over there for a minute and have right. these conversations and we're gonna stand over there for a second and have those conversations. Which that is more akin to like a, a Kevin Hart The Rock kind of comedy where there's like. There's like no transitional scenes or in or shots in those movies. That's a really good point. They just um, jump from place to place. And I like I did think like there was retreaded kind of territory, like where we were retreading some of the same emotional terror like beats with yeah. some of these characters and some of the same well, was, the same drama, but in a different way. It was a little predictable in that way. You yeah. Know, like you know you you realize early on that um uh Spencer likes Martha. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Okay, cool. And but you know, they we we kind of tease it for a while, then we don't really address it till like you know three quarters of the way through the movie. So, yeah, like if I, if I like my biggest critique is that it's not complex enough with those relationships, mm. and they're not as interesting enough. I guess they they just broadcast what's going to happen too yeah. clearly to and make. I- make them interesting to watch happen and unfold. I wonder, like you said, it could it have been done slightly differently. Like I think about other like more modern style ensemble kind of movies where they deal with a lot of like conflict within the group or where they deal with like these, the, you know, these things while something else is happening. Yeah. And th- like that didn't really necessarily happen right. in this. Like we didn't have yeah, like, like the Avengers are all, like while they're fighting, they're talking to each other and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, all that kind of st- and it's like, I don't know if it would have been better served that way. I don't know. Yeah. Like the, th- yeah, I mean it's it's interesting cuz you know they're you're kind of bound by the video game kind of structure like that they've kind of put in place. Mm-hmm. So uh, that might also be what makes it feel out of place cuz like true you while you're in the middle of the action they're supposed to be performing their different roles and I think the the most like what you're describing most development that happens during action is probably like you know just the relationship between um Spencer and Fridge, you know, like whenever he pushes them out of the helicopter and right. all that kind of stuff, like that's all happening, but not a ton. Like, and then the, I guess the thing, like, when, even whenever that did happen during the action, we then also dealt with it outside of the action, too, yeah, yeah, which is which is kind of what gives it that kind of that, that yeah. stop start kind of a pacing. I'm also wondering if they did fun. that because of the video game thing, where it's like, okay, well, there are definitely parts of video games where you're just walking, yeah, <laughs> you know, and they kind of address that, they're like. 
like, couldn't he just drive us to the bazaar? Right, <laughs> right. Literally where it's like, you need to do X, Y, Z. And then it's like, but we're going to take you through the hardest possible way. Exactly. And like, I, I did appreciate the fact also, like older video games, like if you took too long to do something, oh, yeah. a lot of times there would be like, I'm thinking like Sonic. I'm thinking yeah. like all these games. Like there's, there is something so chasing you. Yeah. And you're forced to either move or you're going to die. Yep. And like that happens like three times in this. That was like the animals. Anytime they showed up, it was like. Right. Or the guys on motorcycles. Oh, yeah. The guys on motorcycles. Like, right, oh, right, well, right. the bad guys are going to find you eventually. No matter yeah. what happens, the bad guys are going to find you eventually. Yeah. So there is a point where you your planning has to stop and you have to start doing something. And so. I thought there was a good twist. Like we kind of like knew and assumed that we were going to run into that other dude who got taken at the in, the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, Nick Jonas's character. Uh, but I, I liked his character and like he'd been in it for 20 years. That was all super intriguing. Yeah, it was. And, and I also enjoyed the twist at the very end. Yes. Where he went back in time, basically. Dude, I thought this was a, like the most satisfying part of this movie. I guess there's two most satisfying things. The first one is like that twist on the end where she responds and, and hands him the yeah, stone, yeah. right? Which was really cool. That was amazing. But then the other one was like, after they get out of the game, yeah. like after they're back in the real world. Yeah. That it was super satisfying. The way that they wrap the wrap up of this movie yeah. was some of the most satisfying wrap up I've seen in a movie in like years Agreed. at this point. Well, like whenever he came up to her and said we uh, um, we named our our daughter Bethany. Yeah, and I'm like I'm chills. I, I like yeah, I like teared up. I'm yeah. like, why am I tearing up at Jumanji? This yeah. is crazy. Um, and even at the end, you know, like where they like okay, well, now they're friends. You kind of see the, the the change in the characters. You know, like they are kind of um, stretching their boundaries of what like who they are as a person they're not really putting themselves in the box anymore that they were right in. where she's like oh you know i'm gonna go i want to go hiking yeah you know yeah. <laughs> it's and like then, oh that's and then awesome Spencer and fridge are friends again you know and um they're not you know like weird about it and uh i love i loved them smashing the game like, like yeah the drums happen again and it's like oh my gosh and they smash it right <laughs> They dropped Great. the bowling ball that was a tease yeah. from earlier yep. on it, where he's like, "What is this bowling ball doing here?" It was like, I loved like the authenticity behind the high school aspect of it is really interesting too. Yeah. Like, I thought they handled that really well because it's like yeah. high schools have just stuff everywhere. Well, this is the thing. Think about like um, how, how well they set up these characters. Like, it felt natural that they came together, that they were in detention. Um, they set up their personalities great so that once we got in there and it was The Rock and Kevin Hart and all them, like, acting like them, you didn't think about, like, this is Kevin Hart and The Rock. You thought about those yep. other characters the entire time. Yeah. Like, they did a great job setting up these characters. For sure. And, like, and then whenever we were able to, like, go back outside of the game, there yeah. wasn't, like, a jarring kind of an emotional thing to see these other characters who right. we've been watching the large portion of the movie as yeah. like these, you know, adults, yeah. once they're kids again, it's like, Oh, yeah. this is totally normal. Like it wasn't like, it didn't, didn't jump me like no. at all where I wasn't like, Oh wait, that's, that's such and such character. Right. You know, no, it felt like the same character. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I, I loved, loved the ending of this movie. The, uh, the thing I wanted to mention about the whole time jump where he, he goes into the game in the like 96. Yeah. When did the original Jumanji come oh, out? That's a good question. Cause I feel like like that it's the same universe because like whoever it was picked it up from the beach. 1995. So I, yeah, I feel like somebody picked it up from the beach and we explained the time jump between the last movie and this movie by him being in that game. Like the yeah. game didn't find anyone else necessarily in that time period because it was, it had someone there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I, didn't th I didn't even think about that. I like that that relationship there. And I also enjoyed that whenever he went back in time, he or went back into the real world, he went back in the moment that he left, which was which was 
un, unexpected for sure. Yeah, like I, I didn't. I, I, I think at one point I thought about like maybe he would go back to the old time. Really? But I thought like, well, would that would that mean that they wouldn't remember him? Like, how would time work in that sense? You know, in mm. this universe, you know, because you always wonder. <laughs> would like they never knew that the house was any different or whatever? But I like that. Like, kind of they they know, um, and. Uh, he was kind of just waiting to see them, I guess, almost, you know? Like, yeah. The one thing that I thought of that, like, w- would have maybe have made the game, or the the game, the movie cooler, is if they had somehow um, uh, gone in there to rescue him. They'd found out that he was in there uh, and gone to rescue him. But that would already, like, you'd have to establish that they were friends before that. And, like, I don't think, like, the... The relationships would have had to change. It would have been as interesting and complex. Right. Um, it would have been more like a rescue mission. Um, you could have gotten around it somehow. You could have figured it out. Yeah. But um, it would have been like kind of cool to like make this a rescue mission. And honestly, that potentially could be like where a sequel could come in. Yeah. Like yeah. where if if it takes someone else into the game and it's like, oh, we got to get them out. You know, we right. know that world or whatever. And so I, I feel like that could be potential sequel territory. I I want to throw out like one of my right off the bat i knew that this movie was like weird and different <laughs> whenever they made the it reference oh, they yeah. had like the main character in a yellow raincoat <laughs> yeah. standing in front of this creepy horrifying house. creepy house that looks <laughs> like the house from it yeah and and i was like wait a second what movie are we watching <laughs> and then uh, a fridge walks up to him and he goes he's like dude why are you wearing a green a, a raincoat it's sunny <laughs> he was like what what huh so you always be prepared yeah and so like it, like it's just a weird joke yeah no payoff for that later on or no. anything like it just it was hilarious a reference yeah yeah I, I mean um yeah it was really cool like Dude, I really enjoyed this movie. Like, it was a lot of fun. I will say the only thing that I, like, that kind of fell flat a little bit was the final action, like, before the whole respawn thing where she had that, like, whenever everybody separated as they were going for that final goal. We kind of, like, we had this, like, we had the whole idea of of, uh, Fridge giving them, like, the game plan. And he was like, oh, man, you know, we're going to, we're going to separate and we're going to do this. And then then that kind of, like, just went out the window. And then we had, like, a few random action sequences with each character completely separate from everybody else. And then all of a sudden we're back together. And it's like, there were a few things within that sequence where I couldn't track like where someone was in relation to anybody else or where yeah. someone was in relation to like the goal. And then I couldn't track what the plan necessarily well, was. Well, because they didn't tell you the plan. Like that's the, yeah, like I will say like that was a little different because before this point, like we've known exactly what everyone's doing and exactly what the plan is. Yeah. Um, you know, like when we're going to go get that in that hangar, you know, Martha's going to go distract him. We're going to go in the side door. Right. You know, we're going to use the bolt cutters. Yeah, and even um, like the bazaar, everyone's running away, and then the rock is punching people through right. things. And then like, yeah. With uh, with um, with that section, they wanted that reveal, I think, that um, Fridge had the the gym. Mm-hmm. And so like that's why they like didn't communicate. They had to separate them. They had to separate them and they had like well I actually liked the separation like where yeah, they yeah. they cuz they were all kind of like using their different like skills or whatever. Yeah. Um uh I guess um Bethany didn't really like <laughs> she just kind of got caught. Uh, <laughs> but which maybe she well, did have a job. I don't know like that but yeah, I agree. Like that was the only time whenever you didn't fully understand what was going on before it happened. Yeah. Um to some extent I liked it. Like that was more traditional like storytelling it just didn't follow the rules that we had set forth previously in the movie and i guess like that's the thing like that that 
it almost seemed like they either needed to extend that like somehow or like they they wanted to separate them. I like the idea of separating them because they can use their different various yeah. skills that they've uh, mastered over yeah. the course of of this 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 movie. But then it just wasn't communicated well. I yeah, feel yeah. like like the uh, the why wasn't communicated very well. And then like whenever we all came back together, I was like back on board like that. So it lost me for like maybe a minute and a half. Yeah. And so it's like, that's really my only main critique over yeah. I mean, any of it the It was action. purposeful though. Like, I mean, it, like they definitely did it on purpose. It wasn't like a mistake. Correct. I just don't know if it like, it worked well for that, like what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, the thing that I think like with the end, I wish that was a little different was I wish as soon as he threw the, um, uh, the gym in the the big jaguar that yeah. he had yelled Jamunji. There wasn't this like, oh, what are we supposed to say? And like, well, we all know what we're supposed to say. Yeah. But I feel like that was like a, it's like trying to just get like the kids in the audience like to be like, Jamunji! <laughs> <laughs> say Jamunji! You know what I mean? I it's it like, what, it's it like was, Dora the Explorer. Do you see the map? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's right there. No, it's it's there. There, there's a funny uh, Phineas and Ferb has uh, Ducky Momo. They have a, like a thing like that where like it's like, no, are you are you kidding me? Do you yeah. not see the bridge? The bridge is behind you. <laughs> right. It's like where? It's like there's... is it over here? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like come on. <laughs> They're doing the John Travolta from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Pulp Fiction. Like, oh well, my goodness! Confused. Oh, I don't see it. I'll see it. Uh, um, yeah. So you ready to rate this? I think so, man. All right. What do you rate this movie? Oh man, I think I rated it an eight. Nice. I'm gonna give this an eight point five, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I had a lot of fun with it. I that's, liked it a lot. That's awesome. I really, I really enjoyed myself. I think the 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 uh, the the fun factor is is really high with yeah. this movie. So, and I think the rewatchability is is high. Like, yeah. Like you said, I would go see this movie again. Yeah. It wasn't too long. Didn't drag. Like movie pass, Chris. Movie pass. It. Movie pass. Well, I'll probably take Dee Dee. Like you know, she's she hasn't seen it. Just movie pass. It. We both have movie passes. Just movie pass. Movie pass. That's it for this week. Next week, we're gonna give you our year end rundown of our favorite things from the year. Um, I gotta think about all the things we've done. All the faves. It's things. been a weird year in terms of like it just feels like it's gone by so quick. You said some things like that, but I'm like I feel like I uh, I've done more this year than I did like last. And year. that's fine. I mean, you know, it's it's that's subjective. I'm saying for me, yeah. Like I don't know. I think I gotta think part of it was work. Mm-hmm. Um, just like there's just like a whirlwind of stuff. Um, and like whenever you're, it's just it's one of those things where. Your mind like chooses what to concentrate on and remember and like pay attention to. Yep. And there's just times in your life where like you know some things just take up a lot of space in your mind. Yeah. Well, also um, you had a broken TV for the majority of the year. Did have a broken TV, so I, I I'm not even kidding. That did affect my <laughs> game playing. It would affect my mood, man. If I had to look at like a TV where like the half the, the left half of it was like yeah. discolored. Yeah. Like I would be really like not it, not feeling good. It annoyed me, man. Um, and I didn't want to play games on it. Like yeah. it, was, it was weird. I had to force myself kind of to play games or play anything but like Destiny. You know? But now, Chris. Now it's beautiful. Yeah. Now I play everything. Boom. All the things. That's right. Um, so we'll talk about all that um, and give you our like movies, games, comics. We didn't really do. I didn't really read a lot of comics this year. Other than uh, the lights. Comic lights, and I'm reading um, uh, uh, whatever it's called. That Watchmen. What is it called? Before Watchmen? No. The Doomsday Clock. 
Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Yeah, I read the first couple of those, so. Cool. Yeah, I mean, maybe we won't talk about comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll talk about that next week, and um, it'll be fun. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisWright250. <laughs> John Wright 777. And at stayintargetpodcast. Did you forget like no. where we were at in this thing? No, or? no, no. I just... Just an un- unnatural gap. Dr- dramatic pause. Uh, I like it. Not unnatural. Just, just dramatic. Yeah, I want people to lean in, pay attention. Oh. Turn oh. up their car stereos. Oh. Pay attention to my voice. <laughs> Please go to your podcast service of choice and review us. Tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. Merry Christmas. Merry Last Christmas! Last year we told the... Um, we did like the... We had a Christmas, Christmas special? Christmas carol from memory. Remember? Uh, do you want to put that after the uh, the end of this podcast? Do we put it on there again? Yeah, I mean, we could just throw it at the end. Um, maybe maybe we, like, uh, we, we just ship, like clip that part out and just put that up as a bonus episode that goes up on... Uh, on, on Christmas? On Christmas. Maybe we'll record... Like after this we'll record a new intro or something. Okay, okay. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> if this sh- if this, something shows up on Christmas, if not, just go up back and listen to last Christmas. We did uh, our, our own version of uh, Christmas Carol. And it was awesome. It was awesome. We should just throw it up there. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target. All the pauses. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.